Hey, 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 welcome to the Dream Chaser Podcast, a place to find inspiration to overcome barriers and keep your dreams in motion. I'm your host, Jennifer Hammock, and I have a Keeping It Real episode lined up for you today. So kick back and tune in as I drop a few gems to empower you wherever you might be on your dream chasing journey. On today's episode, we have Onyx Ammons, founder of Carter LaRose Candle Company, a venture she began as a way to fulfill her personal desires because being a busy wife and mama three is no easy feat. As a health enthusiast, Onyx became extremely passionate about creating clean and natural alternatives to the household items that are regularly used. After careful research, she found out that her favorite candle brands that made her home so warm and cozy contained tons of chemicals and unnecessary additives. It then became her dream to launch a soy-based candle company that was free from all dyes and harsh chemicals. She wanted to start a company that was true to her holistic living and a venture that the entire family could contribute towards. Onyx Dream was finally birthed just a few months ago, and now she operates this bustling business from her home. Dream Chasers, I know today's episode is going to inspire you and encourage you to make the necessary pivots in life that leads towards purpose, listen to your inner cues, push past your fears to fulfill your destiny, and not be afraid to start again. Sit back and let's get into today's episode. Well, welcome, Onyx. I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today. How you doing, girl? I am doing so good. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. You know, the sun is shining. I had my, my meditation this morning. I actually dropped off Jayla. Then I went to Mills College, where her daycare is right over there. And I just love the trees there. And like right by the chapel, it has like this bench. Anyways, I just had a little moment with Jesus this morning. So I'm good. I'm good. For you. (laughs) So um, you are in the guest chair today. And I'm really excited about our conversation because when I was coming up with all the different questions for us to talk about, um, it just certain things just popped up. And as always, we love to start the conversation with asking, um, what was a dream that you had when you was a little girl? I wanted to be Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, I wanted to be a journalist or Mm -hmm. a screenwriter. And Oprah always popped into mind for me. I, I love writing. Writing has always kind of been a space of therapy for me. Mm -hmm. And um, it's allowed me to be vulnerable without feeling like I would be judged. I've always kind of dealt with social anxieties. I didn't know how to identify that as a little girl. Mm -hmm. Um, As an adult, I know that that's what it is. But writing kind of became a place for me to express my thoughts or feelings or create characters that would give me an an escape from, you know, those those nerves. So that's writing. That's awesome. And it's funny that, like, I think everybody, not everybody, a lot of people idolize Oprah because she's Oprah at the end of the day. And right. I actually <laughs> got the chance to go to her 2020 Vision event like three weeks ago. 
And I was like, I love Oprah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I felt like I've maybe been sleeping on her since she ain't had her show or something. But like- She's amazing. Yes, like the wealth of wisdom that she has is, is just insane. It's, it's completely, completely insane. Um, and it's funny, like when I was watching her, I was like, I want to be like you when I See? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I can make the Dream Tracer Conference just as big as this in the Chase Center. Uh-huh. And I think it's something important where we're able to have um, people that we, you know, can identify with, whether it be in race or color or, you know, gender or something. Be like, you know what? That's, that's, that, that's a good goal. So I think even as women, as we are, you know, um, idols for our children and as for our daughters like it's highly important that we continue to you know have those positive examples for them and you are definitely one of those women that do that as well thank you you so now i know that serving your family is like the core of your existence uh, but what drives that passion um Well, it's funny you ask that after asking me what I wanted to be as a little girl, because as a little girl, I never dreamed of being a wife or a mother. And I know that's kind of like what every little girl, I know my daughter definitely fantasizes about being a mom every day. And that's just not something that was in the cards for me. I admired those roles. I thought it was great, but I didn't see it for myself. So it's ironic that my family is the core of my life, Um, but they are, you know, I, I love my kids and my husband so much and creating like a family life and a childhood that my children can thrive within instead of having to recover from yeah. has been the source for me to just, just keep going, you know, despite yeah. all the little things that come up, you know, just creating a safe space for them to, to grow in and, and not be diminished, but to flourish is mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me. For sure. And like you go hard because you be over there with your non-GMO, <laughs> your yo, um, organic this. Like we having five servings of vegetables. Uh-uh. Y'all skin going to be clear. Y'all teeth going to be pretty. Come eat this, these vegetables. You don't play. <laughs> It's important. I'm trying to. I'm trying to create solid, well-rounded humans all yes. around. So yes, yes, yes. No, you're right. It is important. And again, like I admire it as well. I'd be like, wait, hold on. Onyx ain't feeding them that. I can't feed all this. <laughs> we go over. She trying to make what was that? Um, funnel cake. My almond flour. Funnel cake with what kind of sugar? What? It was swerve. Listen, it was swerve and almond flour, and that's a great substitute. Can't be okay, y'all. Putting all that other stuff in our bodies, folks. You can use almond flour, almond flour, and swerve. Yes. So I know you have multiple passions. Uh, One of them being food. One of them obviously being your um your family. And now you you have a new venture as well. But tell us about your entrepreneurship journey. Um, it's. It's been a long journey. I've been a entrepreneur for the better part of, I would say, the past seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, I left corporate America when my oldest was two. I worked um, at Kaiser in Community and Government Relations, and I stepped back to help 
my husband with our fitness business. Mm -hmm. And it was there that I really fell in love with nutrition and just really became aware of all that we were consuming. Mm -hmm. Um, But once I got pregnant with Carter, it kind of changed my flexibility to train at the studio every day. The boys were getting older. So I had to look at an entrepreneurial journal that journey that I could do kind of more from home. Yeah. So I started a meal prep company, Fit Mom Cooks, mm-hmm. which was great. And mm-hmm. it piggybacked off of our fitness studio, which is our main business. That's cool. Um, but it didn't feel like the thing. It was a thing and it was helpful in the in the moment, but it didn't feel like the passion you know, the, the gotcha. purpose. Gotcha. So, um, it was, it was great for a few years, but I kind of phased that out and focused solely on the back end of the fitness business and raising the kids. Now, and, I think that that's so important what you just said in terms of, cause I think as women, we sometimes, we don't listen to the cues, you know what I mean? And, right. and that things have seasons and this has reasons and we learn from different things and it's okay to let go and make a pivot. So like for you, was there a defining moment that, you know what, let me kind of make this pivot or um, what was it for you? I think that there have been a few pivotal moments in my life that have kind of changed the trajectory. Um, but the major pivot from I guess meal prep into my current venture of Carter LaRose was kind of checking in with myself and my feelings and, and, and trying to figure out why I was not in a good space. Mm-hmm. I found myself kind of becoming resentful mm-hmm. of the roles that I found so much joy in, um, in the past, you know, things that I did daily cooking for my family cleaning, making sure that my husband had the tools he needed for work, volunteering in my kid's class, all the things that I did day to day that I found joy in, I started to become resentful of. And I kind of had to check in with myself and figure out why I was feeling that way. Mm -hmm. And I realized that in becoming solely a wife and a mother, and I have to be very cautious I've never told this story on a platform like this. So Mm -hmm. I want to be cautious with my words because I don't want it to seem that I'm not appreciative of those roles. Um, But in becoming solely a wife and a mom and my joy and everything became solely my kids and my husband's responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, I was cooking for them and packing their lunches and showing up in their classrooms and that was my way of saying I love you. But they were so used to me doing that that I wasn't really receiving gratitude. And it wasn't because mm-hmm. they didn't appreciate it. It was just because that's what they were accustomed to me doing. But because gotcha. that became my whole picture, I was waiting for gratitude from them. I needed that gratitude to fill me back up because that was you know, all I was doing. And I found myself just resentful and angry and, and empty, but I couldn't blame it on them, you know? Because- right. I was waiting for them to fill me back up, but they, they weren't even aware of my expectations. So mm. I had to find something again that was for me, you know, separate from being yeah. a wife, separate from being a mother, something that brought me passion and joy again. And, and I don't want to cut you off, but I feel like that is so important. And I'll be totally honest. I think your story mirrors mine as well in some forms in that, you know, a husband has like a, a core business or 
you know, something that they do where right. they need our support with. So you, Dre, y'all got the gym, me, Smoke, we got the church. And it's like, and you, ha exactly what you said. So your whole world becomes like their thing that they're doing, then like the kids. And then it's like, what about me? Right. <laughs> right. What about me? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that's an important place where women have to creatively, because let's be honest, like you can't drop the husband. You drink, can't drop the kids. You can't drop the like, kids. <laughs> you can't do it. Like <laughs> it is the honor to be a wife and a mother and to care and to support and everything. So we know we can't drop those. But I think something important that you did was be real with yourself and figure out what is it that I needed and try to fill that void with something that still keeps everything in flow. So right. tell us about what you have been able to create that keeps you in flow, keeps your passions going, has the family involved, and is making you some coins on the side too. So tell us, what's, what, how was that transition and what's new? What is it now? So now it is my, my new baby, um, Carter, and I'm so excited about it. This is definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely a, a passion, purpose-driven company yes. um sure. and it's carter the rose candle company and it encompasses every little piece of myself in my life so it's we're natural candles all soy coconut wax there's no toxins there's no parabens there's no carcinogens so it allows me to do something that i love which is candles at any given time in my house no matter what time mm -hmm. of the year it is you'll always find two things fresh flowers and candles true that so, and that, I mean, you've been to my home, so you can attest to that being true. But I was kind of a hypocrite because I made sure, like you said, that everything we consumed is healthy. Everything that we are doing physically is on point. But I was burning these candles from mainstream retailers that had all these toxins and all these cancer-causing um, additives. So I had to step back and say, look, if I'm going to burn candles which is something that brings me peace and joy i have to do it in a way that is authentic to everything else in our life oh. so i started testing and playing and fell in love and in that passion i mean in that process i began to find passions for me again something that was just for me um and my family has been excited about it and we've been able to just create a product that i'm really really proud of and excited mm -hmm. yes. about now Again, like I, I actually love having conversations. This is why I want to be Oprah, okay? Because I love having conversations. I'm like, wait, hold on, honest. You're saying too much. Slow down. Wait. wait. I'm sorry. I'm excited. You are fine. You are fine. But uh, just a few things I think are just important to note is that you, one of the first businesses, well, one of the other businesses that you did was Fit, Fit My Cook. And I feel like, again, it's so hard sometimes for people to let go of stuff not understanding that God has something else for you. Right. And I don't know who's listening and not saying that this is your sign to let go. Um, but <laughs> I think it might I, be. And it might, it might be. be. It totally might be. Um, I think you serve as a real good example of something that did go well. Cause it wasn't like fit mom cook wasn't working or anything. Oh no. I mean, it was, it was successful. It yeah. was, it was on a great track. Yeah, but now God has you in a, another place of purpose, and that's something that we're talking about a lot with the women at the church, just being in a place of purpose, um, and I feel like it's so great that you have found that. I'm just really excited that you have found that, because like you said, like, 
I think the thing is also that we we need to be authentic in who we are, and the fact that not that you're a health freak or anything like that. Um, what's a better word to call conscious, health conscious. What's I would word? say conscious. Yes, conscious. Yes, I want to I want to label people appropriately. Um, I felt like it just fit fit so well with your brand. And as entrepreneurs, as women who are trying to start things, I think it's, it's highly important that you do something that fits well with who you are. I agree. And Carla Rose, like that is like so on you. And as people say, like on brand and everything. So um, tell me about the process. Like, okay, you get this idea. Okay. I don't want to be burning all these crazy candles in my house, giving my kids cancer and all this other, other kind of stuff. Like what, what, what was the, some of the first steps you took? Like, cause some people always like, I don't know where to start. Like all these excuses that I just be like, stop with it. Stop. So what were some of the steps that you took when you were launching Carla Rose Candle Company? Uh, so the first step, hands down, this was the longest step. I mean, it, it took place over the course of probably a year. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to figure out my why. And I know we say that in everything we do, but yeah. I had to figure out why I was doing this. Because if I didn't, I knew that if I didn't create a strong why, that it was going to fade away. Mm-hmm. And I had found something finally that was for me. And I was like going to hold on to it until the end. I knew that this was something good. So I had to yeah. establish my why. Um, and my why actually goes back to the Dream Chaser Conference last year. And I don't know if you remember that I shared uh, this with you, but I left the Dream Chaser Conference and I was so excited and I had momentum and I was so inspired and I was so encouraged, but I found myself a couple of days later feeling defeated and deflated because I had an idea and I knew pieces of the idea, but I couldn't see the big picture. So I had all this encouragement and all this inspiration but I couldn't apply it you know I got all these tools but I couldn't apply the tools Mm -hmm. so I sat down and I'm like okay I have this why but I need to now figure out something that I love you know something that makes me feel passionate Mm -hmm. something that is solving a problem yeah and something that is going to continue to bring me peace and I kept kind of going back to food because you know we we keep talking Mm -hmm. about food how that's you know something that's a big piece of who I am, but I settled in on candles because I, every time I looked up at every kind of brainstorming session that I was at, there was a candle burning Uh and I'm like, okay, God, I I got you. (laughs) I got these candles burning. I'm probably breathing in all these toxins. Let me start doing some research. So I began to research and the, the, the resolution that I needed to solve was right there. You know, I I saw all these ingredients that I couldn't even pronounce in these candles. So that was step one for me. I, I did the research. That's it. So, um, and I think that's a lesson to, to everyone listening to is just deep dive in some research. Cause that's one of the top questions I get is like, where do you start and starting with some research, but what you said and what you're, I think we're going to continue in this conversation. And I kind of talked about it on Sunday as well as that, you know, it's a process, right? And I think we get frustrated in the midst of the process. But the thing is that each season of the process is needed so it's like if i don't get the inspiration or the wherewithal that i can do this then i would never be to the place where i have the mindset of let me go try right Right. and then if you don't have that moment of frustration that causes you to try to figure something out then you don't dig deep 
And if you don't dig deep, then you don't get the purpose, you don't get the why, and then you don't get your understanding of what it is that I should do. So just within that, those few words that you said, I saw that process. And the cool thing is, and I always hang my hat on this, is that the best is still yet to come. So you have to continue pushing forward. So as you are pushing Carla Rose forward, like what, what's next? Like you got all the stuff, girl. I'm like birthday candles <laughs> with sprinkles in it. This spa day one, I'd be like legit. I feel like I'm at the spa, like no lie. Oh, that makes me so happy. No lie. So, so what's next? What has maybe surprised you about um, what? Because it's only been how many months? It's only been, well, the process of creating has been probably nine, 10 months, but since I released it, it's only been two months yes. since our, the business has been up and running. And, and what has been the response and what, what, what are people doing? I have, I've been floored by <laughs> the response and at every corner that I turn, there's someone reaching out to me to give me favor. Mm-hmm. or opening a door for me to give me favor. And it's, it showed me, it's, it's kind of God saying, this is not you, girlfriend. So let yeah. me just show you this abundance in favor and this overkill so that you can know that this is not you. You are a vessel and you are pouring something, literally and figuratively, but this is not you. So I need you to know very clearly that this is me. Yeah. Um, then what's next is, and this is like an exclusive. I haven't told anybody this, but, um, we get the, the new, no, breaking news. Um, <laughs> we're working on a line of natural clean, um, home cleaning products. Shut up. So that will release in a few months and it'll be, Ooh. um, all purpose cleaners, uh, dish soaps, hand soaps, a few different ah. things like that. So, so I should be using pine salt, in other words. You should not be using pine salt, Jen. Now listen, we're trying to stay safe from this coronavirus, but we don't need to do so with pine salt. I gotta, I gotta get rid of the OG like mama. You gotta drop the pine salt. Oh. You gotta drop the fabulosa. You gotta drop all of that. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So you're gonna be at the Dream Chaser Conference. Yes, I'm excited about, and um, I know that there's going to be like some really cool scents and things there. So everybody, make sure you stop by the Carla Rose Candle Company booth when you come through at the Dream Chaser Conference. But um, we like always for this podcast to inspire other Dream Chasers. Uh, what piece of advice would you give a fellow Dream Chaser? I would say do it, you know, just, just do it. Step outside of your comfort zone and go for those big, scary dreams. I have been guilty of wasting so much time just being paralyzed by fear, you know, and insecurities. Honestly, even today, prior to the podcast, I was so just anxious and nervous and worrying about the sound of my voice or will what I say resonate with anybody or, you know, just all the little minute things that the enemy uses to attack me. Cause it's the same thing that he uses for me every time. It's feelings of inadequacy. So I would say, just, just go for it. You know, this entire uh, process has been an exercise in me just living outside of my comfort zone. But I already know, I mean, we already know what happens inside of our comfort zone. We know what we can accomplish there. But, you know, what if you just step out? What if you step out? What if you go for the crazy dreams? And, you know, what happens there? So 
if I could say to any dream pacer, just anything, I would say go for it. Go for it. That's it. That's it. Now, is there anything that you specifically do to help you overcome like those negative thoughts, um, those insecurities or anything? Is there anything that you do or, or just processes that happen that help you to finally be like, oh, okay. Um, there's two things and I've, they're on my dream, my uh, vision board. They're on my cell phone reminders. There's two things that I do that I'm very intentional about. One is writing. So that takes us back mm -hmm. to the beginning. Writing is just yeah. a place for me to get those thoughts out and I can either keep them in my journal or throw it away, but I just have to get it out. Um, yes. and the second thing that I do, and I honestly do this multiple times during the day is the second that I feel those feelings of fear, inadequacy, whatever they are, I stop in that moment and I verbally speak mm -hmm. them down. You yeah. know, I verbally say something positive about myself. I verbally talk to God. I verbally talk to the enemy or whomever and say, look, we're not going to do this. Yeah. And okay. not today. I like, <laughs> look, you got like 60 seconds and then we got to push it past us because right. I've spent too many too, 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 too many years being paralyzed by them and, and going backwards. And I know where I have to go this time. I yeah. think that's the difference between anything else in my life that I've um, accomplished separate from my, my husband and my kids. I know where I need to go. I know where God is, is pushing me, kind of, you know, because he keeps mm -hmm. himself up his sleeve. But yeah. I know I don't have time for that. Not today. So not today. <laughs> no, ma'am. That's awesome. You, you, you have to speak the word. It says life and death is in our tongue, in right? In the tongue, yep. But it's in our thoughts too, though. It's in our oh, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's why we got to cast down those imaginations and those thoughts. But that's a powerful thing that, that you do. So if you're listening, because I, I get the messages all the time of uh, women who struggle with worthiness and securities and fear. And I think we want to also maybe normalize it a little bit because I think that some people think that it's only them or right. when you get to a certain level, like you don't think, no, no, no. Like even myself, like I'm even like sometimes like, Lord, is anybody going to come to this conference? Or, Oh, if I get up there and talk, like, you know, my, so, and again, taking authority over your thoughts and um, the things that are coming in, definitely with your words, is so important. So, um, I was about to call you Carter. <laughs> I always call you Carter. <laughs> I always call you Carter. <laughs> Everybody calls me Carter. Every, it's all right. Everybody calls me Carter. It's fine. So, Onyx, okay? Yes. Onyx like the stone, okay? Yes, that's me. Like the stone. Onyx like the stone. Tell them. Onyx like the stone. Do you hear me? <laughs> that is it. So how can our community stay in contact with you? So uh, klrose.com is our website, and you can find tons and tons of information and product there. You can follow us at klrosecandles on Instagram or like our page on Carter LaRose Candle Company on Facebook. And because I love y'all so much, all of those links are in the show notes. So be sure to like, follow, and go get you some candles. And I think is I think it's really important, especially as women, is the whole piece of self-care and um, how candles like literally help to set a mood. Obviously, it affects your 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 senses because you're smelling things. Like, is there any other things that we don't know about that candles do? Uh, well, candy, candles set the ambiance. So there's there's different things that 
it depends on the fragrance oil that you have. But there are candles that can suppress appetites. I'm not trying to plug our fitness studio, but I can help you with that too. Yeah. <laughs> there are candles with that uh, are mood enhancers. Mm -hmm. um, there are candles with chamomile and, and different things of that nature that can help you settle down and just get comfortable to sleep. So there's, I mean, don't sleep with your candles burning, ladies. But yes. um, candles are, are a game changer. They make me so, feel comfortable. So which one, because I know stress and anxiety is always like a thing that women are dealing with. Which, which, which one of the candle rose scents helps with that one? Good vibes only. Right. And see, that's what I like about you. Like literally even the names of them, you'd be like, okay, give me good vibes only. You know what? Yes. Give me spa day. You know what? I'm feeling happy. Give me the confetti birthday one. It's an experience. It's an experience from the, the name to the unpackaging, the yeah. burn. I want you to feel the love poured into every detail because there has been so much love poured yeah. into every single layer of this. So I hope oh, that it's felt. Awesome. No, it's, we going to feel it for sure. Well, Onyx, thank you so much for being on the Dream Chaser podcast today. You guys thank go you. and connect with Carter LaRose Candle Company. I promise you, you will love it. And so until next week, I will see you next week and continue to subscribe, continue to share. And remember this, you guys, that your dream is worth the work. So you got to go get to work. Thank you for allowing me to hold space with you today. I hope that this episode has encouraged you and helped you to continue moving forward on your dream chasing journey. If you were blessed by this episode, be sure to rate and share it with a friend. Be sure to visit the show notes at the bottom and click the link to join our Facebook community where we show love and support to each other. Remember this, sis, your dream is worth the work. <laughs>